Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Everybody, welcome back to episode 14 of Marriage Therapy Radio. This is Zach Riddle. I'm here with Laura Heck. We are talking today about a question that has been on my mind a lot with couples lately, especially couples that are down in the dumps and having trouble um, figuring out uh, if and how they can move forward. I want to know why. So we ask them um, and hope that you'll stick around. Thanks. Well, good afternoon. Hi, Zach. (laughs) Hey, what's happening? Hey. (laughs) Um, First of all, I have to let our our listeners know that you are in full hoodie with the hoodie pulled over your head. It's true. And you look like um, a teenager right now. That should be on like a skateboard or something. This is my comfort outfit. I I wear this outfit when I just want to be cozy. And I often sleep in this outfit and I do this. This is how I sleep. (laughs) So he's pulling the... this. You look like Kenny from... Uh, what South show Park. is that? South, South Park. Park. Yeah. yeah. Where he pulls the laces so tight that you can only see like his lips. Yeah. Um, do you see clients in, in your hoodie? Yeah, totally. Yeah. Okay. I'm Just curious. I, yeah. Do you I, wear I'm, shoes when you work with clients or do mm, you kick your shoes off? 95% of the time I have shoes on. Okay. Yeah. Just checking. Cause yeah. I know this about you that you used to come and like Mr. Rogers, take your shoes off when you would come to the Gottman Institute It's true. and you would sit there with like no shoes on or you would change your shoes. Yeah. 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 All right. Um, so what's happening today? Today has been super busy today. I saw clients today, which I rarely do on Tuesday. Um, mm-hmm. I want to tell you about them actually, but which they, now that I know that about you, I'm for sure going to hunt you down and try to get some of your time on Tuesdays. <laughs> I know that, um, no, the best time to, well, okay. You can, you can get my time. You can have time. Um, okay. And I had, I exercised today. Uh, my wife has been out of town for like the last week. So I, I got her back. Oh, that yeah. was cool. She was traveling, right? Cause I yeah. saw her with, in a, in a picture with like 18 other women, yeah, beautiful she was in, women. She was in San Diego with the girls, girls awesome. time. And then, cool. um, uh, yeah. And now I'm just chilling, talking to you. Good. Today's hey. my son's third birthday. Oh, yeah. I heard that. Um, yeah. how's that going for you? 
Um, well, I mean, we technically, we, we celebrated his simulated birthday on Saturday. Because he doesn't um, know. Because he doesn't, well, we told him too, but we keep, here's the, and we told him that when you're three years old, you get special powers. And, um, and I think we're going to just keep that up as long as we can. And this time his special power as a three-year-old is that he has the ability to sleep in his bed all through the night so that he won't be coming into our bed. <laughs> wow. And so um, I think we we wanted him to turn three on Saturday, so we may have given him his special power starting Saturday. Yeah, right on. But, <clears throat> so just so you know what a horrible parent I am, um, one, I lie to my kid by giving him you know stories, I fabricate stories about him, but I also, um, I sent him to preschool with nuts to give to all the other kids. That's what a horrible parent I no, am. No, you did I mean, not do that. I did. I know it's like the cardinal rule of He's parenting, get right? Out of school. I, know, I walked in. I was like, I made all these delicious chocolate chip cookies for your class, and I made it with almond flour, which is even better. <laughs> and they're like, I'm so sorry. And literally, I thought she was going to throw my bag of cookies in the trash, but she did not. She just said. We'll put them over here, high and far, far away from all of our allergic children. Yeah. And we'll Jeez. give you the bag back later. <laughs> hey. So, blowing it. By the way, I am pro lying to your kids. Did you know that? Are you? Yeah. I didn't. I mean, I kind of feel like all parents kind of hit that point where they're like, we're always going to lie to our children. Yeah. It's just going to help us get through the days. I'm pro lying. Rebecca is not. She's, she's anti-lying. So, we mm. have... What would you say is a good lie that you tell your kids that has just made you? I love them. Uh, yeah. No. Oh, that you love you. <laughs> <laughs> no. I love you. I no. love you. No, no, no. I do love my kids. <laughs> no, I just think like there's stuff that they don't need to know, like that. I, they don't need to understand my rationale and why I think the way I do, and whether or not mm-hmm. I, you know, whether or not it's possible to go to a birthday party on Saturday because I'd rather watch a football game. They don't have to know that. Sure. Yeah. You know, when Holden, he's in the why stage where he asks why for everything. Did your kids ever go through the why stage? Oh, I'm sure they did. He's in a why stage. And I just remember uh, my husband's mom and I were together and I had been telling him for every why, whatever it might be. I just, I said, because I love you, because I love you. Yeah. And um, at one point, my um, mother-in-law had said, Holden, but why did you do that? And he looks her at her and he says, because I love you. <laughs> it was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. All right. Well, what are we talking about today? I guess we should probably stop chatting, get straight to it. Yeah. No, I've had this, uh, I've had this thing that I've been doing in my office and it actually happened today, which was fas- fascinating. Um, but then we also got this email from this lady a, a couple weeks ago and that I wrote her back. And I, I basically said, she basically said, hey, I've got this partner and we don't get along and he doesn't treat me nice and we're trying to figure out whether to get married and he wants to do therapy, but he doesn't want to pay for it. And, and this whole like kind of laundry list of everything that was wrong with the relationship and how mm-hmm. she really wanted to, um, to fix it. And I just <laughs> said, Why? <laughs> Why do you want to fix it? You, yeah. You, you, this guy sounds like he's terrible. And, and he's, you don't have kids together. You don't own a house. You don't even, they didn't even mm-hmm. live in the same city. And so I literally just said, the first question I would have is like, why bother? Why do you, why do you, why do you want to do this work? And it's kind of what mm-hmm. happened in my, in my office this morning with this new couple. I just said, you know, you got to have a re, an answer to that question. 
an you've answer have, to why why you're putting in the work. Yeah, why, why you, you want to hang why, on? Yeah, why bother? What what is mm-hmm. what is worth saving about this relationship? And I just totally. I don't know if people, particularly people in pain, I don't know if they have the invitation or the permission or even the ability to answer that question. But it's kind of been a thing that I've been interested in pursuing with people lately. So I don't know if you're mm-hmm. you've had that experience, but this morning was I did. kind of fascinating. I actually had the this experience recently with a couple that had come back to me. I hadn't seen them for quite a while, maybe about seven months. And it sounds like they have really had some tough times in the last seven months where I hadn't seen them. And they came back and um and I always check in with clients on a scale of one to ten, like, where are you? How connected are you feeling? And he says, This is the worst I've ever felt ever in my life. And it has been like this for a long, long time. And she said, you know what? I'm not there, but I'm close. And I, I just point blank asked. I said, you know, we haven't talked about this in previous sessions, but why, why are you coming back to see me? Have we, have we talked about divorce before? Let's just put it out on the table and talk about the word, talk about the action. And, um, and he kind of nodded along. Like he understood where I was going with this question, which was like, why are you coming back to see me? Hmm. What's the point with couples therapy? Why are you working on this relationship? What is there to salvage? What is there to hold on to? Mm-hmm. And, um, and he said, well, because it's access to my daughter. Hmm. And I went, Ooh, okay. Nothing, no mention of his partner, no mention of his wife or, that relationship, love lost, whatever it might be. It was just for the daughter. Mm. And I was like kind of taken back by that. It was an answer that I hadn't expected. What would you say to somebody who just said it's just for the kid, just for access? Well, the first thing I would say is thanks. Thanks for telling me that because that really changes the nature of my work, um, Mm. which is I'm not going to try and uh, create this sense of false attachment um between you and your partner if that's not really there i mean i just met with a couple the other day who they um they kind of said yeah we're sort of done being husband and wife like we're family we love each other Mm -hmm. we still like each other Mm -hmm. very much but we don't we're not going to get divorced because it costs too much and it would wreak havoc on our kids lives and i'm kind of like all right i mean i guess Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. but you know it's funny I, i what would i say to that guy i would just say um I would say what I generally say, which is what kids need is parents who are kind to one another, who have regard for one another, who can treat each other respectfully, who, um, who like each other. And if those parents Mm -hmm. live in the same house, that's fantastic. And if they're not Mm -hmm. able to live in the same house, then that, that first condition should still apply. Um, Mm -hmm. and sometimes you just have to make up the rules. Yeah. I mean, I think that the, in this household in particular, it's sort of, uh, and this is probably one of two couples that I'm seeing where they're really at, we've talked about it a little bit, like the roommate syndrome, where mm-hmm. it's two people that are, they're just living in the same space. They're raising children together, but there's really not um, a whole lot of love. And I would say not even a whole lot of like between them, but conflict is very low. It's not a high conflict uh, relationship. And research would indicate that it's okay. Like if you are in a low conflict situation, you are better off staying in that marriage than than you are going through the divorce process. Hmm. But um, and I would say that I would use as leverage and it, understanding somebody's why or understanding the reason why they're holding on to the relationship as a couples therapist is really important. Uh, because once he said that, I thought, okay, I I've got it. 
and his wife heard it and she's got it. She understands what his motivation is and why he's putting all of this effort in mm-hmm. is for his daughter. Um, so I would say just because they're not choosing to work on the relationship because of their significant other or the relationship or their partner, it might be because of financial restraints or it might be yeah. because of their kids. I don't care what the why is as long as we understand it and it's on the table. Yeah. Well, and I think I probably do care what the why is because I, I really want to raise the bar for people. Like I, I understand that we're sort of chasing this good enough mentality, but I want good enough to be better. I mean, that's kind of why we named our little gig for better. We just want it to be better. Mm-hmm. And so this morning I had this couple in and same kind of thing, like high conflict couple. They've been uh, kind of uh, really just at each other's throats for months, not married, no children. Um, second, third relationships for both of them. And they just want to, they want to fix it. And I said, what? but why? I mean, if mm-hmm. I was, if I had a friend and let's call him, you know, Jason, if I had a friend named Jason and that guy was mean to me all the time and yelled at me and I couldn't count on him and yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't hang out with him anymore. I would just be done. Mm-hmm. I would be done with that relationship. But he, this guy that was in my office, he goes, cause I, I love her. And I was like, oh, mm. okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. But then I said, why? It's funny. We didn't do this on purpose, but like it kind of echoes Holden, right? Like, because I love you. Maybe that's <laughs> enough of a reason, you know? Yeah. But why yeah. do you love her? And he was like, I don't know. And I was like, mm-hmm. well, we need to answer that question because um, that's going to be the basis of the rest of the work that we do. Um, mm. And she too was like, yeah, I love him. And she was much more articulate about it. Women generally are more than men. Right. Um, right. But she had an, just a, like an idea of, you no, know, there's way more good in, in this relationship than there is bad. And that, that's mm. worth saving. And I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm in. Like, let's do it. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So they're going to be fun. They're going to be fun to work with. And, um, but I, I, as a therapist, I really want the answer to that question. Why bother? Um, right. And if your bars, I mean, my bar will never be higher than your bar, but I sure, I sure want it to be higher than. Yeah. Uh, then maybe you're inclined to put it on your own. You know, it's as we're kind of talking, I'm going through this like Rolodex for those of you. Are you surprised? I know what a Rolodex is because that's kind of before my time a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going through this Rolodex of clients that I have seen and I am seeing and, and kind of going back through mental Rolodex, right? Like you don't, my mental Rolodex. I don't have have a real index cards. Yeah. (laughs) No. Is that what a Rolodex is made up of is index cards? Pretty much. I'm just messing with you a little oh, bit. Oh, gosh. Uh, <laughs> um, of the clients and knowing the why of what's the point? Why are you wanting to stick with this relationship? Or why do you want out? Whatever it might be. Are you in or are you out? And what's the reason why? And you and I just did an interview recently with New York Times about the difference between Gen X and Gen Y. We did? Who did we do an interview with? Uh, the New York Times. We were on the New York Times. We'll have to, uh, uh, we sh- yeah, we'll have to link that in the show notes. Kind of a big deal here. <laughs> um, but I have seen this in that the reason why is it love isn't enough hmm. um, with this younger generation, the millennials. Is I love them, I love them so much. I I can, but I can live without them. Is hmm. the idea they're like throwing the towel in, hmm. and then you have the generation Ys, and I'm thinking about this couple that I had seen, and um, and gosh, they're generation Y, and there's no love to be had, but there's something even more important, which is a Loyalty. child, 
uh, and loyalty and sticking it out. And I never imagined myself getting divorced, and I'm certainly not going to do it now. And even though there's absolutely zero hope at the end of the tunnel, I'm going to stick it out like mm. stubborn like my grandfather. Um, and it, we research actually indicated that there really is a difference in the amount of time that people are willing to stick it out between millennials and Generation X. X's? Yeah. Mm. Y's. I get those mixed up. But I thought that was kind of interesting, and I've seen proof of that, too. Anyway, um, so, yeah, maybe we will link that that article to the show notes if it comes out yeah. by next Tuesday. I bet it will. Yeah. Yeah. Any last thoughts? Uh, no, I don't know. I think, again, if, if there's a takeaway from this particular episode in terms of what you and I were hoping to accomplish, and for those of you who are listening because you because you're interested in the health of your relationship i think it's um it's i think it's worth m- taking time making time to remember mm-hmm. what what's good about what's going well uh what's great about your partner what you admire and love um and why why it's worth it why worth why it's worth hanging in there and even making it better because um sometimes even just remembering the answer to that question can put some wind at your back mm I like that. So scanning, scanning things for what's going right in the relationship. The other part is that I am a big believer in choosing your partner, not just sort of waking up and and thinking this is, this is what I'm working with here, but instead choosing to love them rather than just being in love with them. And I want to know why I choose something. Why is it that I choose to doctor my husband up when he's a sicky, sicky poo uh, upstairs in our bed all day. He's doing that right now, by the way. He has the flu today. He has the man um, flu, it sounds like. He is no, he actually is a sicky sicky poo. Um the man flu is when I like when men do you know what the man flu is? Oh yeah, I get men, it often. You yeah. get it often. Yeah. And then there's like a lot of sympathy and women yeah. are like rolling their eyes at you like I gave birth to a child and yeah. you can't handle the sniffles. Come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I have that. <laughs> I love that you own the man flu. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, so just choosing, knowing why why you choose your partner every day. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, until next time, hey, if you have questions, send them our way. If you have an idea, a topic, something you'd like us to tackle and riff on, um, send us an email. Info oh, hey. for better.us. Hey, what? Speaking of, you know, I would, I, this is the thing I wanted to say. I wrote that lady back, the lady who had this like partner that was not cooperative at all. And I basically said, yeah. why, why would you do this? And before, yes. and so she, she wrote me back and was like, oh yeah, hey man, thanks for writing me back. Uh, yeah, I already broke up with that guy because I was thinking the exact same <laughs> thing. Like she didn't actually need my <laughs> advice, but I'm so glad she walked away from that thing because it, 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 especially if there's no consequences, man, if the relationship is not edifying you and calling it out the best version yeah. of yourself, there's no, Ooh, there's I no have reason. a new form of therapy then. So if that's true, here's what you do. Send us your email and with like a little description of the question you're wanting to know about your relationship and we'll act like your eight ball. We're going to hold on to it and we're, we're going to wait about 48 hours to respond to your email. And I want you to make a decision in 24 hours. And, uh, and I feel like that would be really, really effective. Okay. All right. <laughs> Let All us right. know what's well, up, but we're, you're on your own for 48 hours. Yeah. All right, guys. We'll talk to you next week. Cool. Happy birthday. Uh, to Holden. Yeah. Happy birthday. Well, and to you. You like you became a mom this day. That's cool. Happy. It's your it's your birthday too. That's true. Today I became a super mom, a super woman. All right. Bye. Later. 
Hey guys, thanks so much for listening to Marriage Therapy Radio. Something that was on my mind today is that this podcast may be helpful to you. You might get a a nugget of wisdom that you hold on to and you think about for the next couple of days. But I would really love it if you had the ability to pass this on to somebody else. And sometimes you don't know what's going on behind closed doors. And I think it might be really helpful if you have somebody that you care about, a relationship that you want to help nurture as a friend, as a mentor. I do um, ask for you to email our podcast to somebody and just ask for them to listen to it. Also, as always, we would love a review. You have to log into iTunes in order to give the review. And for that extra five minutes that you take, I'm giving you a big air hug right now. Thanks so much. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.